you don't currently have a steady flow of clients in your business, it could well be because converting feels hard. But why is that? Is it because you suck at selling? Is it because you're just not a born salesperson? Is it because you'd be better off outsourcing it to somebody else? Is it because selling is inherently wrong and therefore best avoided? Nope. (laughs) The truth is there are a few very good reasons why making sales feels hard. And the thing is, is it's not your fault. Here's what I know to be true. If you want to be making consistent 5k months, 10k months or more, you need a steady flow of clients. And to create a steady stream of clients, you need to understand how to convert in a way that does not feel hard. There are just no two ways about this, my love. But the best thing is that when you understand the truth about why converting feels hard, you open yourself up to a new way of selling, one that feels good, like really good, like authentic, soul aligned. This is amazing. I can't can't believe I used to avoid it kind of good. Oh yes, my love, I want this for you. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach for mothers with online businesses. If you're a mom, if you have an online business and you want to be making more money and you want to do it while enjoying more balance, you're in the right place. And I happen to be the person to help you. (laughs) Um, So this month, we've been talking all about creating a steady flow of clients in your business so that you can be hitting those consistent 5k 10k whatever k months feels like a good a place for you to be at so you can be enjoying your business more making the kind of impact and the kind of income that you want to be making and today I'm really excited to get stuck into something that I know can be a bit of a sticky topic fear not help is at hand and we're going to be talking about converting and sales why it feels hard because I think when we fully understand why it feels hard and the truth about it because it's not why we think it is um, then we have the opportunity to do something about it So I'm really excited for that because I've been wanting to just gear you up all month to be making more money already and doing so in a way that feels good and in alignment. Um, And so before we get stuck in, I'm going to give you a little update what's been going on here. Um, We're gearing up to spend our first night in our van this weekend. So that's exciting. I'll update you on how that goes um, after. 
Um, and also, actually, something that I've been doing, which I just want to share with you, is I am now part of Annie Gashuru's course represented. Um, I don't know if you remember, Annie was a guest on our show um, a while back now, and she was really generous with her time coming here and sharing with us ways that we can be considering diversity and inclusion more in how we approach motherhood even and how you know we speak with our kids around these sorts of topics and then also from there how it can translate into our businesses so I absolutely loved that discussion with Annie and it really just fueled the fire more for me to continue this work of understanding um, what I can be doing, how I can be using the white privilege that I um, have been granted by the systems that we operate within, how I can actually be using that for good and how I can be, you know, raising my daughter in a more kind of culturally diverse, aware way, how I can help raise her to be anti-racist, all of these things. And so I just felt very excited to actually join Annie's course represented, which is specifically for, I think, female, I'm guessing female because we're all females in there, business owners who want to create more diverse and more inclusive businesses, which is very much something that I'm wanting to do. So I'm going to be just sharing with you um, some of my insights and more of my like aha moments things like my journey basically on that front um here with you because I feel like it's important for us to have those conversations so when I'm doing that just note I'm not an expert um it's just me sharing my personal journey as it pertains to um you know having my eyes open to what I can be doing to be anti-racist what I can be doing to um cultivate a more diverse and more inclusive business that holds people in respect and sees their worth and their value and helps them feel held and seen as they are from you know their background and who they are as a person and um yeah that's that's what I've been working on here so we had our first proper group coaching call this morning and it was just so insightful just oh just loved it so much and it really kind of opened my eyes to how I've held back on some areas there through fear of getting it wrong and how actually that is just then still playing into the perpetuation of ongoing systems of oppression. So um, yeah, just feel even more committed to continuing to do that work and just bringing it more into who I am as a person and not just something that I'm kind of doing off and on. So I think one of the things that Annie talked about, she talked about it on our, our call today and she talked about it on the show um, when she was on is is pacing ourselves as well, not making ourselves feel like we have to do all of this all in one go. And it's definitely not a box ticking exercise, right? So it's just kind of bringing that into the day to day. And sometimes that looks like, you know, putting on a film that, you know, my family wouldn't have otherwise chosen um, that, you know, expose them to more culturally diverse, you know, people and backgrounds and stories or picking up a book from uh, an author who is black, for example, um, uh, or, you know, so sometimes it doesn't have to look like big grand sweeping gestures. Sometimes it's those day to day things, but it's the accumulation of those things over time and the kind of commitment and the intention to, um, you know, bring in more richness of diversity into into my life and my family and my home and my business, but and also and the benefit that we get, we all get from that, right? Um, and then also to use the privilege that I have um, as as a force for for change and good. So that's what's happening over here. So I'm going to keep you up up to date on that um, in terms of what I'm learning and what I'm reflecting on. Um, but just wanted to be open about the fact that that's something that I'm doing because I just feel really grateful that Annie is running this course and creates such a beautiful 
uplifting safe space to do this learning within so yeah feeling really grateful today for that um and if i was going to say this is what i'm doing my intention has been to do the whole this is what limitless money looks like to me this week over on instagram and i just keep forgetting if i'm perfectly honest because <laughs> i was moving it from the park podcast over there and then since my i intended to do that i just haven't actually made it happen if i was going to tell you what limitless money looks like to me this week it would be that it would be my investment in that group program being able to feel just very easily able to invest in myself and my business and my family in that way feels good feels good to have that kind of um financial opportunity so that's what limitless money looks like to me this week um so yeah we're gonna get stuck into the truth about converting and sales and why that feels hard and it's really interesting because just before i sat down to record this i had a call um with a lady who um had taken me up on my free path to profit offer and one of the things that she and i were discussing was her reluctance and hesitation around sales and selling and her fears around it and this is something i've heard so many times and so it just felt like such divine timing that her and I had that conversation and now I'm kind of like bringing some of that conversation here to you um and so I'm really excited to do that before we fully dive in though I would be remiss if I didn't remind you to join the email waitlist for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind um we are opening for enrollment for May very soon we're actually going to hooray have spaces available because for a really long time we've been in a, a long waitlist situation and I've actually um created additional space and additional capacity in the business to serve more women because I feel really strongly about helping you. So if you're ready for your first 5k month or consistent 5k months or 10k months, then the Elevated Abundance Mastermind is where we help you make that your reality. But you know what we're like around here. It's not just about the money. It's also about the balance, the joy, the easefulness and everything that comes with it. Um, And over there inside of that mastermind, I just... I absolutely adore my mastermind containers. I just uh, I just love bringing women together in this way, just seeing them support each other, seeing them thriving, lifting each other up. It's just the most magical and beautiful thing. And I have to kind of hold myself back because I just get all kinds of gushy. Um, I've just been re- re-enrolling another cohort that, for um, May and I've just had... I just shared actually on um, Facebook today that for that particular cohort, we had a 100% resign rate. I mean, I just get kind of like a bit teary eyed and get also simultaneous goosebumps just even saying that. I just feel so grateful for the women that I get to serve and the relationships that we build together and just seeing them, their businesses, their families oh, thriving just makes me so happy. I just love that I get to do this. Just pinch me. Um, so anyway, if you would love to be in one of these magical containers known as the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. In there, I have engineered it specifically to contain the recipe for your individual success. We don't do anything cookie cutter where I'm involved. It's very bespoke to you. Um, You get the three elements that you need to create those kind of results. You get the group energy. I'm very intentional about who and how we show up within that group um, and about the tone of energy that we bring. And I cultivate really high vibe um, spaces in there. So you get the group energy. Being able to see behind the scenes of other people's businesses on a really regular basis oh my goodness, it takes such a pressure off because when we're operating solo and we don't have access to a group in that way of peers, of genuine peers, it's really easy to only look at the highlight reels and feel like, oh, um, you know, that was easy for her, blah, blah, blah. Or it's, you know, I can't believe that I've still got this like mindset issue that's um, making this feel hard. And when you actually start to get 
behind the scenes access to your peers and see this and you kind of really normalizes some of the things that feel challenging and actually then it's easier to receive the support because we don't waste time in making ourselves wrong for needing that support or experiencing that challenge or that issue and so I think that's just really um, great and really eye-opening to not just see the highlight reels anymore. Yes, we're there to celebrate each other. We're also there to witness each other through um, wobbles, trickier times, and to help people through it. So you get the group energy. You know I love Waxing Lyrical about group energy and how amazing it is and how instrumental it's been in my um, upwards trajectory in business and in that of my clients who work with me. You know, you've heard lots of them on the show before. They are all tapping into that group energy and elevating it to create faster, quicker, more easeful results for themselves. So that's what's in there. Um, and then also, of course, that that support, that individualized support. So we have um, coaching calls. We have between call support. My aim is always to create an experience that you feel just fully supported with exactly where you are at. It's never... Um, a space where you feel like you're behind or you're too far ahead or whatever. We're always meeting you where you're at and helping you with what you need to get to the next step. Um, So that's where that support comes in, whether it's digging into imposter syndrome or working through a particular money mindset issue um, or helping you figure out your strategy, like whatever you need, it's on the table and we give you that direct support and individualized support and then also in there I like to say like the thing that we need as mothers and business owners in addition to support and group energy it's just answers <laughs> we just don't have the time or not all the inclination let's be honest to be googling and trial and error and information overload like oh who here has time for that now I see no hands raised <laughs> so inside the elevated abundance mastermind we also bringing you answers now what that looks like is bespoke kind of curated resources so I have lots of resources and tools and tricks up my sleeve but we don't just give you access to all of them that would not serve you you just end up feeling overwhelmed right but knowing where you're at um we can see what you need and then we can be like oh, okay go and do this thing over there so that sometimes looks like a short really effective training sometimes it looks like a mindset shift via audio sometimes it looks like a template that you can put into action it really depends and it's very curated like i said for where you're at so if you're ready for the group energy the support and the answers that you need to be creating 5k 10k months consistently my love the Elevated Abundance Mastermind is where it happens. Come and join in the magic. And also we have a giggle too, right? So <laughs> we have fun while we're creating these epic results. Head over to coreyjavid.com forward slash elevate. Get on the email waitlist. That is currently the only way to find out more information. Um, and that is how we are, have been managing um, demand and conversations that way. But I would absolutely love to hear from you and to see that you are interested. So um, yes, coreyjavid.com forward slash elevate. That's just the email waitlist. There's no obligation. Just sign up and you'll find out more. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the truth about why converting, which is another way of saying sales or selling, feels hard. So I'm guessing because, you know, this is what we've been talking about all month, that you want to be making those consistent 5K months or 10K months or consistent whatever K months that feels for you. Here's the thing. You're going to need sales to make that happen. We can't get around that. We can't avoid it. It just it just is the thing. If you're in the business of business, you're in the business of sales and selling. <laughs> that sounded really ineloquent. You know what I mean. Um, and so to make sales, you need to understand how to convert. We can't avoid it. Now, immediately there, there's a problem because 
Even that word converting sometimes can trip us up because it can feel like it's a masculine energy, like it's something that you're manually doing. And I think that that can be a problem just straight out of the gates for us because we can feel like, oh no, I just really still, it feels like everything within me goes against that. I don't want to be, you know, strong arming somebody into the sale. So um, it gets used as like a really easy phrase, you know, attract, nurture, convert. Um, But don't let that phrase put you off because there is another way. There is, of course, the feminine energy way. We're going to be talking about that today. Um, But let's get that cleared up from the (laughs) get-go. Converting doesn't have to be masculine. It doesn't have to be tricking, hoodwinking, strong-arming somebody into a sale. It can look like a beautiful invitation. (laughs) It can look like a beautiful, aligned, feminine energy, um, conversation, relationship that naturally blossoms into a sale. So don't be put off by that word. Um, I always like to start with you and where you're at. So I'd love you to just kind of like think about your business right now. Think about where you want to be, what that next income level looks like for you. And think about how you feel about selling or even that word converting or sales. Maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable. Maybe you feel awkward in sales situations. Maybe you really wish someone else would do it for you and you are just longing to be at the stage of business where you can pay to outsource that somehow. Um, Maybe you feel like you've been showing up online, creating all the content, doing all the things and you're like, where are my sales at? Why isn't this translating into sales? Or maybe you just feel like something is missing and you just don't understand why the sales aren't coming in. If any of this is feeling true and if any aspect of sales or selling or converting, whatever you want to use as a word there, if any aspect of it feels hard, the first thing that I really want you to know is that it's not your fault, my love. It really is not your fault. There are two reasons. One, we have been conditioned to believe that selling is bad or wrong. And two, we haven't been taught how. (laughs) The end. Or you might have been taught how and taught how in a really masculine energy. I've had a couple of clients come to me before into my masterminds who are like, "Uh, I know that you say like you can teach selling, but I've been taught selling before. And it was in this whole horrible cold call situation and I hated it and I never want to do that again. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's another way. There's another way. So you haven't been taught how to do it in a way that feels respect based in integrity and in alignment. So I really want that to sink in for a second before we get in is One of the reasons why converting and selling feels hard is likely because you've been conditioned. If you've grown up in any aspect of society that's in any way similar to the kind of society I've been brought up in, you've likely been conditioned to believe that selling is in some way seedy, bad, wrong, undesirable. And it's likely that you haven't been taught how. And even if you have been taught some aspects of sales, the likelihood of you being having been taught how to do that from a feminine energy standpoint I'd say is pretty low because I don't see many people teaching it this way. <laughs> so I want you to just to take that firstly to know and to understand the, some of the reasons why it's feeling hard. And we'll get into some more of the truth about why converting feels hard, like some of the specifics in a minute. But I want you to like feel a little bit lighter, like, oh, that's why. It's not because you suck. It's not because you're not a born salesperson. It's not because there's something wrong with your pricing. It's not because there's something wrong with your offer. It's not because people don't see the value in what you're doing. It's, you know, there's lots of things that we can think are at play here, but it's unlikely that those things are true if you've been conditioned to believe that selling is somehow wrong, shameful, bad to be avoided, and you haven't been taught how to do it in a way that feels good for you and for the other person on the receiving end. So, 
use that as permission to just kind of take off any pressure that you've been putting on yourself and, you know, or any way that you've been making yourself wrong. You know, I'm never a fan of that. Let's just all stop doing it. <laughs> if you've been making yourself wrong for not making sales um, and you haven't really understood that this is the truth about why, then just like let, let yourself off the hook for a minute there. Now you know why and then now you get to do something about it, right? So, um, I think that we've been so misled about sales and selling in both of these ways that it's no wonder that it's one of the main things that women who come to work with me have been struggling with. Because if you're not making those consistent 5K or 10K months yet, there may well be other things at play. But (laughs) the truth is that 90% of the time when somebody comes to work with me and she's struggling to hit her income goals, yes, there will be mindset stuff at play. We're going to get into that. And yes, there are kind of like other things and other factors that come in. However, something that is always instrumental in that result, those results feeling unattainable or far away is a deeply ingrained conditioning that it's wrong and just not having the the skills to do it in a way that feels good. And again, like not not anybody's fault here. So I hope that um, actually just feels better already just knowing that. So here's the problem with sales or selling feeling hard is that it obviously it prevents the sales from happening. But let's just look at how that shows up and manifests. So I see sales avoidance like a lot of the time. So I've had a lot of conversations with women who come to me saying like, I really want help and I really want to be making more money here, but I really don't know what I need to be doing. And when we talk about actions that they've maybe been taking in their business, sales actions look really, really few and far between for pretty much everybody who I start working with. So this is kind of one of the conversations that I have with my clients, particularly if they're newer to working with me, is we help them get really clear on like, what are your sales activities? What are the things that genuinely drive sales in your business? And what are the things that move the needle for you and for your business? Because it's it's different for different individuals. And most of the time, um, women who come to work with me for the first time have not been consistently taking sales-based actions or they've been avoid they've either been avoiding it entire, entirely or even in sales conversations for example have been avoiding even making the invitation avoiding following up um, avoiding sales calls to actions on posts like the avoidance piece um, comes up again and again and so um, just note if that's something you've been doing. Again, don't make yourself wrong, but it's probably because there are these two underlying pieces of, and in this instance, it's that it doesn't feel safe or it doesn't feel comfortable or you don't know how to do it in a way that feels good to you. So again, don't make yourself wrong, but just understand that that's why that's feeling hard um, and why sales are feeling hard is is probably because the activities involved in selling feels hard. And there is an energy and a mindset element, of course. Um, we're going to talk about that, but even just on a very practical level here, if you're not taking sales actions, it's uh, like less likely you're going to make sales, <laughs> you know? And so if you're not taking sales actions, it's likely because there's a discomfort there um, and that needs to be looked at and there's uh, some avoidance happening. Um, another aspect of that, and it's kind of like a, a nuance of avoidance, is not being willing to handle sales objections. <laughs> you can handle a sales objection in a way that feels really good for you and really empowering for the other person. And that is just not something that um, gets taught widely enough. And um, then it's easy for an objection to sound like a no to you and for you to not just leave money on the table. Like that that is important and that's harming, you know, your bottom line. But 
you then released somebody out into the wild, out into the, the world, who came to you needing your help. They voiced an objection. An objection is not a no. And if you haven't helped them through that in some way doesn't mean that every time they convert or they make the sale it's not even always appropriate right for for that to be the outcome but if you haven't actually addressed that objection with them then they haven't had the opportunity to see it from a different perspective or to obtain information that would have helped them to go, oh, actually, that's not even a thing then for me. And if we just take that as a no, then often we're not just leaving money on the table, but we're leaving that person without the help that they came to us for. So that's just something to kind of consider here. Um, And then, so those are kind of typical things that I see, not selling, avoiding selling, not being willing to discuss objections or taking them too readily as a no, not being willing to have a conversation around them, feeling like that is somehow wrong. Um, And then another thing that I see that I just want to kind of shine a light on in case it's useful to, to note is that it's really easy to confuse marketing for selling. So who here, show of hands, who here has been doing the content marketing thing and maybe you've been consistent, maybe not, but you know, wherever you're at on that journey, you've been putting content out there and you're like, where are my sales? And there is a difference. There's a difference between marketing and selling, but it gets a little bit blurred, I think, sometimes um, and it can be easily misunderstood. I know I've misunderstood it in the past. Uh, the thing is, is depending on the thing that you're selling, Um, And the thing that you sell, you know, your products, your services, you might be able to just write a post and have somebody buy, right? That is within the realms of possibility for sure. And for some people, depending on things like the type of investment and the type of service on offer and also your ideal client and where they tend to be at and their inherent objections and where they're at mindset wise, all of this comes into play and then should dictate how you are making the sales invitation, how you are converting somebody into a sale. Um, you know, there are lots of situations in which it's going to be less likely that you could just write a post, whack it up on Instagram, and loads of people are going to buy, you know? So taking all of those factors into consideration. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, but I've been like doing all of this. I've been talking about this on the internet, or I've been talking about it in my emails. But have you been actually selling or have you just been marketing? And there is an absolute difference. Um, I'm not going to get into all of the nitty gritty there of like the sales psychology and and the customer journey, um, this is, you know, one of the things I do with my clients, but that would take many, you know, more episodes and more time than we have here. But just being really aware of the distinction between the two and asking yourself, like, have I actually been selling or have I just been marketing? Have I just been showing up online? It's great if you're showing up and providing free value content and, you know, building up no like and trust and nurturing relationships. Do not misunderstand me. I'm not devaluing any of that. But if you haven't been then making clear invitations into a sale or having a mechanism to invite somebody into that next step so that they actually become part of a potential sales process, whatever that looks like. So it's going to be different for different people, right? So for me, for example, if you want to come and work with me inside of my mastermind, you and I should get on a call first because I want to make sure it's the right fit for you and you want to make sure it's the right fit for you, right? Um, 
They're like, I don't want to sell to somebody in, you know, I don't want to just put a link up and just say, join, <laughs> just go and pay your deposit and join because I haven't spoken to you. I don't know if this is going to be the best container for you or not. I don't know where you are in your journey. I don't know the kind of energy that you're going to bring, you know, um, I need to know that so that I can say, yeah, yeah, I think this will be a great fit for you. Or actually, no, I think this other thing might be better placed for you. Or I think actually um, you, you'd be better served by this type of thing. So for me, uh, sales conversation are a way that I take that relationship on a step or have the opportunity to make a sales invitation to somebody and to convert that potential client or customer into a paying client or customer. So it's knowing that that is the actual sales piece and the marketing piece were the things that led up to that point. So I'm just saying all of that because I think it's really easy because such an emphasis is put on in the online space and the marketing. Like, you know, here's how to do reels and here's how to do... Facebook ads and, you know, okay, Facebook ads sometimes can go directly to a sale, very often not. Like there's there's loads of different things that we get marketed to that are all marketing and marketing is important, but it then needs to be backed up with a sales process with uh, an intentional way that we are looking at converting people who are ready, people who are a right fit, people who we can help, converting those into paying clients and customers. So just a little kind of thing to check in with yourself there. Have you been avoiding sales or selling? Have you been avoiding objection handling? And you can do that actually in your marketing as well as in, you know, the actual sales process, just by the way. Um, and have you been confusing marketing for selling? Just worth checking in on those points. Again, don't make yourself wrong, but this is just more about gaining clarity today so that you can see more clearly for yourself your personal truth about what's been feeling hard and the truth behind it as it pertains to making sales in your business. So, Let's just break this down. Converting and making sales is going to feel hard if you don't know how to do it in a way that feels in alignment, feels in integrity, and feels respect-based, okay? Converting is going to, so this is the, the truth, truth. We're getting to the nitty-gritty here. Converting is going to feel hard if you don't even actually understand how to sell. Don't make yourself wrong. There's not some like we're not all pumped through some business school that's teaching this in a really great way, right? Um, so if you don't know how to sell, then that's going to make converting feel hard, of course. Um, if your money mindset is showing up in sales situations, um, then of course, it's going to be getting in the way and converting will feel hard. I'll give you an example. If you are on a call with somebody, they ask you about working together and you go to quote your price and you find yourself just immediately discounting or not pitching to them because there's a story there that, oh, I don't think they're going to be able to afford it. And da, 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 da. If there's anything that's coming in for you that's holding you back and it's money-based, it's money mindset. Money mindset is one of the biggest saboteurs of, of sales that I see. It's really, really easy for that to come in um, and just sabotage the shit out of sales if we're not doing the work on our money mindset and we're not bringing the subconscious into the conscious. We're not looking at what beliefs do I have around money and then how are they showing up in my beliefs around sales and selling and then how are they slowing me down or making this more difficult than it needs to be. So converting is hard if you don't know how to do it in a way that feels an integrity, if you don't know just how to sell and if money mindset's getting in the way. Um, converting is also hard if your social cultural conditioning is getting in the way. So how many of us have been subject to that social conditioning that tells us that all salespeople are sleazy, pushy, um, you know, snake oil salesmen. And we think of like people being coerced into things, tricked out of money, 
is really strong social messaging there around sales and selling, which is really, really hilariously ironic because we work, we live and operate in a capitalist society where we cannot live and function without money. And in order to make money in some way, we must sell. All businesses are selling. People are also just selling, you know, in an interview, you're selling your skills and the contribution that you can bring. Like (laughs) sales are just such a part of our day-to-day life and often are done really well in a way that feels good for everybody involved. But because we have this overarching story that it's somehow wrong or bad, (laughs) it keeps many of us from actually making sales. So it's just a very, it's very odd kind of paradox, if you ask me. Like we have a a society completely based on sales and selling, and yet we're all being told and raised to believe that sales and selling is wrong. Like what a stitch up. (laughs) Um, So that can be getting in the way. Um, And converting and making sales can feel hard if you're not energetically behind what it is that you're selling. So if you're not sold on yourself, if you don't feel completely rooted in your price point, if you don't feel rooted in the value of what you're providing, if things like imposter syndrome are creeping in, if you're not feeling confident in your ability to show up and serve in the way that you want to, all of these things can kind of muddy your energy that you're bringing to anything to do with sales, whether you're writing a sales post or a sales email, sending off a quote to a client or showing up on a discovery call, doesn't really matter what it looks like. If your energy isn't behind it, the other person in front of you, you can say the best sales words that you want to say, but your energy speaks volumes. And if you aren't feeling like you are energetically backing yourself there, then that is going to be reflected back to you by the person on the receiving end, because they're just going to pick up on it energetically. They might not be consciously um, aware exactly or able to articulate it, but they will just feel like something's not right and they just will feel like, I don't know. If you show up and your energy is really behind what you're doing and you're just so excited and enthusiastic to serve in this way and you believe that thing that you have is really great for that person in front of you, it's really magnetic, right? Um, And it's really infectious and people are like, oh yeah, yeah, I want part of that. Um, And just sales become so much more easy then. But that involves working on your energy and, and working on your mindset. So convert. So that's the the nitty gritty of the truth here about why converting or sales can feel hard is A, you don't know how to do it in a way that feels an integrity. B, you don't know how to sell at all maybe or, you know, some of the ins and outs of it. You're not really sure about sales psychology, etc. C, money mindset's getting in the way. D, cultural conditioning is getting in the way. And E, not, well, I don't know why I went A to E. I normally do like one, two, three. <laughs> well, let's stick with it. E, <laughs> you're not energetically behind what you're selling. So I'd just love you to kind of like check in with those points. Maybe all of them resonated. Totally okay. Maybe one of them resonated. Totally okay. Don't be annoyed at wherever you are on this journey and don't beat yourself up. You know, I keep saying this, but just not a fan of it. (laughs) Um, Knowing that these are the things that are obstacles means that these are the places that you can set about working to make sales and selling feel much more easeful for you so that it is a part of your business that you embrace and enjoy and love. And yes, that's possible, even if that feels like so far removed from where you're at right now. Know that it's true. And guess what? When you know how to sell and you know how to sell in a way that feels completely in alignment with your values and completely in integrity and is completely respect-based, when you know how to do that, you get to do it on repeat forever. That means that nothing can happen that rocks you in business because you know how to sell. 
You just know how. You know how to do it in a way that feels good. No one can take that away from you. It's like the golden ticket. It's one of my absolute favorite things to kind of pass on and help cultivate within um, the women that I work with because I just know how that just sets them up for life <laughs> in so many ways, you know? Like if if my business, God forbid, burned to the ground tomorrow um, and I had to start from scratch, I, know, I just feel confident that I can do that because I know how to sell in a way that feels good. And so I don't have resistance to it anymore. Um, and this is how you end up being able to open up a channel of abundance for yourself forever in any kind of way that you choose to, if you really understand how this goes to work. And it doesn't mean that maybe you start a new revenue stream and maybe some of these pieces that feel hard need to be worked on in a new way. Maybe there's a different way that you need to get behind yourself energetically. Maybe there's a different money mindset thing that pops up. But once you've done that work once, then you understand it and you can make it happen really quickly. And also once you know actually the ins and outs of selling in a way that comes from integrity and soul alignment. And once you know how to do it, um, then that's something you can't unlearn. So it's a really cool thing. So how do you overcome this? So if you resonated with some of those things that I just pointed out, like the truth about why converting might feel hard about for you, what can you do? What can you do to overcome some of those obstacles? I think there's really three key things here. One would be to learn how to do it in a way that feels good. So the feminine energy way, I've talked about it on the show before, I teach it inside of my mastermind. The feminine energy way involves bringing your best energy to sales situations and, and conversations, it involves really active listening, it involves being really energetically open to the other person, listening at an energetic level, not just at a kind of like audio level to what they're saying, not just a kind of surface level. It involves creating relationships. It involves, um, you know, having ways to word things that are very rooted in respect for the other person, giving people opportunities to duck out of the sales situation, giving people opportunities to voice concerns or objections and be held in them in a way that is empowering. Um, really, when sales are done from a really feminine energy perspective. And I think this is where it's different from the kind of stereotypical masculine energy sales that we are kind of afraid of slipping into, where we feel like we're kind of coercing or tricking. When it comes from a feminine energy standpoint, it actually comes down to handing that person back their power or helping them take it up, whatever that looks like, you know. It actually comes from a place of empowering that other person. I always feel like in any, if I get on a sales call with somebody, my goal is not actually to convert. My Because I don't know until I've spoken to that person whether that's appropriate, right? My goal is to help that person, number one, understand what they need next in order to get to their goals and dreams and desires. And number two to help them make a decision on what's right for them from a place of empowerment. Because a lot of the time, the thing that I know to be true about the women that I love to work with, mothers and business owners, um, is that it's really easy for us to be making our decisions based in fear or doubt or, um, you know, some of those fears and doubts are rooted in our feelings of like, not feeling worthy or not feeling enough. And that can really crowd in at a time when we're going to be investing in ourselves, for example, that can be kind of like triggering. And so my objective is always twofold is one to see, you know, what is the next step for this person? Let's help them gain clarity there. And then if working with me might be that best next step for them and the right fit, then it's helping them to make a decision from a place of empowerment. And if that decision 
from a place of empowerment is not working with me. I am cool with that. <laughs> I am not here to work with somebody who's not a hell yes, right? That's what I always say. Um, and and that's actually a beautiful thing sometimes when somebody really sees like what they do need and they come at it from a place of empowerment. Um, but I feel like I've done my job on that call, regardless of, you know, it's lovely when it's the right fit and that person isn't easy, hell yes. Like, of course, I absolutely love and adore that. But I also just it can bring to it that higher level of intention of how can I serve this person in this sales situation? And I think that's something that gets really, really missed through the kind of like masculine lens of sales. And it's what makes it feel hard and off for us as beings of, of you know, of more majority feminine energy is that we're trying to slot into what we think is a masculine model for selling. And actually, there's a different way because the masculine model of selling is just seeing that person in front of you as a potential number and a ticket and and a bump to the revenue line um, and the job being like, let's convert them. How can we get them over the line? How can we make them a yes? And that just doesn't feel good, does it? That absolutely is a feminine energy way of showing up, of being of service. And that's just something, like I said, gets so missed because in the masculine model, it's like, how can this person serve my bottom line <laughs> rather than how can I show up and serve? And I don't mean showing up and coaching for free in a sales situation um, or, you know, having those kind of like blurred boundaries. Don't misunderstand me. It's just like, how can I show up and serve within this sales conversation? And I think that gets so missed. And so I'd love that to be something that you really kind of take away to think about like actually oh yeah that is a way that selling could feel better if it was really about listening and building relationships and being of service and helping that person come to a decision whatever that may be from a place of empowerment now in order to show up though and to sell in that feminine energy way then we need to do those things we need to learn how to do it um, we need to have worked on our money mindset so it's not getting in the way it's really hard to listen it's really hard to listen to somebody's objection if we've got money mindset popping up and waving it around and distractedly in our faces <laughs> We need to overcome our cultural conditioning. You know, um, these things don't have to take a long time or be difficult, but it's just something, it's just work that we we need to do if we want to make sales easier on ourselves and on the other people that we're selling to. Um, so that would be the first thing I would definitely recommend. And the that's one of the things that I see to make a really big difference for um, the women that I coach is, you know, getting that support and learning how to sell in a way that feels good for you, feels in alignment for you, feels respect-based and actually empowers and serves the other person. That, my love, is a beautiful thing. And that can be absolutely learned. Nobody needs to be a born salesperson. Um, that is something that you can absolutely learn. Um, the second thing that will make sales feel easier and quicker and help you create that flow of clients into your business is to work on these inner issues that we've been talking about. So having support ideally and or tools and um, habits that are helping you to unpack the conditioning around sales and selling to start feeling good about sales and selling and to remove and replace any negative limiting beliefs around money that are showing up in the sales process and stopping you from bringing a kind of clean and clear and neutral energy to the sales conversation. Um, and also part of that inner work might also be doing the work that you need to do to feel more rooted in the value that you're providing and more confident in the service or product that you provide and from there more sold on yourself because that's how we activate magnetic energy. 
So it's that inner work, the mindset work. Unsurprisingly, you know how all these things come back to mindset work at some point, right? So yes, you need to learn the kind of practicalities of of selling in a feminine energy way that feels good, but also um, we need to do the inner work, right, to get there, to feel able to show up for that. Um, And then the third thing that I think helps massively is being around people who make selling normal and make selling in the way that you want to be selling normal. So I can say this from like personal experience. You know that I'm in a mastermind group with my coach, have been for a long time now, and obviously I'm a big believer in, in, you know, the benefit of being in a group of peers. That's why, that's how I serve women in my business. But it's because it works. It's because it's so effective. There are so many different ways in which being in a group of women going after results in their business but in a way that feels in alignment in a way that is balanced as in what you know has similar shared values to you is just so nourishing it's so uplifting and it's just such a shortcut to success as well so if you're if you're on your own in your business right now and you don't have a peer group who have a kind of a positive attitude towards selling and an attitude towards selling that you chime with, you know, chime with, jive with, you know what I mean, that um, feels good and in alignment to you, then it's really, it can be really challenging on your own to stay the course and to kind of like learn how to do this in a way that feels good. It's really easy to start kind of just believing in the cultural conditioning that we've received and to start doubting yourself and to think like, maybe there's something wrong with me. Why can't I sell? Or why am I avoiding? it or you know it's really easy to descend down those negative spirals whereas if you're surrounded by people who are really committed to seeing sailing as an act of service and going about it in that kind of empowering way that I've been describing and you see it panning out and you see those people celebrating and you see the beautiful relationships that those peers of yours are creating off the back of those sales and selling, my goodness, doesn't it normalize how good selling can be? And doesn't that make it just so much more accessible and easier for you? Like, it's just, it's just such a game changer. It's just one application of like why group energy just kicks ass, to be quite frank. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's really something to think about because it's, like even more so even in Facebook groups there's a message that's reinforcing this idea that sales or selling is hard that's why I will never enforce that rule in my Facebook group because sales and selling are acts of service you're making somebody an invitation for you to help them how is that a bad thing (laughs) you're not tricking anybody hoodwinking anybody or selling snake oil right so as long as you're not spamming or selling and then running like sales and selling is always permitted inside of my Facebook group for that very reason. But my point being that in a lot of groups, it's become, because I understand that, you know, sometimes from an admin perspective, it can be um, a little bit tricky um, to moderate that and to make sure that people are acting from integrity. And unfortunately, there'll be a couple of, you know, bad apples, spoiled batch or whatever is the phrase, you know what I mean? But the the problem is, is that, you know, in, in different Facebook groups where maybe some of us had been showing up online or wherever it is that you've showed up that you're not allowed to sell, it very much reinforces this idea that, oh, sales is, and selling is bad or wrong. And so that's just something to think about. Like, who have you been around and has the either the culture in that group or, you know, different individuals who you're interacting, have they been negatively impacting your view of sales and selling? Because if you've been around a group where it's like very positive, very high vibe, it's celebrated, it's done in a really great way. People are talking about, oh, I had just the best sales conversation with somebody today. She brought me to this. We talked about that. She went away feeling like this. Like, 
having that reinforced and being surrounded by that positive evidence makes a big difference. So it's definitely something to kind of consider in terms of the circles that you're moving in and the people that you're around. And if you're just on your own, then it's even harder because, yeah, well, not even harder. It's, it's worse to be in a group that's really negative about selling than just being on your own, of course. But being on your own with anything is harder, right? Um, and you're having to come up with all of the evidence yourself um, and all of the belief yourself, whereas you get to draw down on that kind of bank account of belief and evidence when you're in a group of people who are pursuing things in the same way that you want to be pursuing them. So that's my advice, my love. You want sales and selling to be easier so that you can create that flow of clients, that steady flow of clients into your business to create those 5K, 10K months. You want to be doing this all in a way that feels good to your soul, then Get some support in learning how to do it in a feminine energy way. Um, work or do the inner work on your money mindset and the conditioning and unpacking that and getting energetically behind your offers and be around people who normalize selling in a soul-based way and from integrity and seeing that success around you that comes from that um, is really, really uplifting. Now, of course, you can find all of those things and way more. <laughs> inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. It's why it's in there, right? It's because it's what I know. If you're a mother and a business owner, it's one of the things I know you need. So it's not a surprise that it's inside of my mastermind, right? Because I created my mastermind in such a way that it gives you what you need to get where you're going in a way that feels good simple as that. So if you're ready to be making your first 5k month, consistent 5k months or your first 10k month and you want to be doing that while enjoying more ease, more joy, more balance and you want that community, that sisterhood, you want to have a laugh along the way um, and you want my support, then come and join the email list for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and if today's episode really resonated with you, if you had some aha moments, I would love to know. Send me a DM um, over on Instagram at Corrie Javid or take a screenshot of this episode and share because I think we need to be having more conversations about selling from a feminine energy standpoint and I really would love to get this message out to more women. I want to save more mother business owners from this belief that selling has to be hard or uncomfortable or awkward and help to spread the word on this other way being possible. So um, it would make me all kinds of happy if you could help me with that mission by taking a screenshot and sharing to your Instagram and tag me at Corey Javid. Um, and I just appreciate you in advance. Thank you, my love. And do not forget, my love, you can make sales, you can create a steady flow of clients. You know why? Because you are limitless. Bye for now. my love do we talk every tuesday if not we totally should you see each tuesday i send out a message exclusively to my besties on my email list these are pep talks hits of inspiration behind the scene peaks lessons i've learned in life business and motherhood and notes from the heart and if i say so myself <laughs> these are some gold you don't want to be missing out on head over to corriejavid.com forward slash tuesday and sign up to receive my weekly notes plus you'll be gifted my morning mindset routine designed to help you slay your day and your goals because i believe even as mothers we can have a morning mindset routine that works for us. That's corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday.